Playoffs. Whoa! <laughs> 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 NFL Australia! What's going on? I'm your co-host, James Clements. I'm a guy. I'm the editor of a very good website called codebet.com.au. You might also see me on Fox Sports Lab NFL with my very good friend, uh, Freddie Mitchell, former Philadelphia Eagle. FedEx! Uh, I'm here in Larry Arm Studios, <laughs> and the person you heard screaming on the other end of this iPad, it's a bloke who just informed me that he is actually finally getting a tattoo of an eagle holding a football along the side of his yes. schlong. He is in another soupy. He's feeling good. He's flying like an eagle. Fly like an eagle. It's Gaz. It's the sometime singer in a man called the Ramshackle Army. He is my mate. He is your mate. He is flying. Gaz, what's going on? Mate, I didn't get to drink during the game yesterday, so I was like, I was all responsible. I had some work to do. I had, you know, some meetings and a tender. And then it wasn't until last night that I I got to relax and went, hey, I'm going to the Super Bowl. And I have not stopped drinking since, Jimmy. I've just point pulled out, myself you're... out of a gutter to talk to you. <laughs> you're not going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. You, your team is going to the Super Bowl. I just want to make that very abundantly I vicariously, clear. I live vicariously through my voice. I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say it. If I can't get over there, and I've been invited to Arizona, except like you know, without people actually having to front up the money, they've said, oh, you want to come and join us? And then I was like, no, payment. No. Jimmy, I'm going to stay here because it's important that I represent NFL Australia in the Australian audience and just follow the Eagles. What a fucking wig, Jimmy! I like it. Uh, all I wish is that you're talking to your microphone. But either way... Uh... Oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm yelling so I don't deafen cunts. Sorry, mate. Championship round is done. And the Super Bowl is right. set. We have the Kansas City Chiefs. Set. Oh, that was a big, a lot of chops, wasn't it? And... Gaz's very own Philadelphia Eagles putting the hurt on the Niners. We're going to talk about that. What a week it was. It was uh, two very distinctly different games. Uh, we'll wrap up both the games for you and set you up for the soupy. Uh, of course, we do have the two-week break, so this one's kind of like a bit of a uh, overarching look at <laughs> the soupy. And um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Next week, we'll uh, get right into the nitty-gritty and all the awesome player props and everything that we do each year. So uh, yep. let's talk about these games. It was sick. We're going to do it. It's NFL Australia. This is episode, I believe, 71. Nice. Let's Let's do it, Jimmy. Go. Yeah, maybe my ankle was pretty bad, but it didn't hurt that much. I was able to throw a bunch. Just really good. I want to thank God a bunch. God is my best friend. I love God so much. It got me another Super Bowl. And it's like, look, you know, Patrick, you don't have to worry about your ankle because I'll help you heal it. I'm on anyway, it's right good. You to be back in the Super Bowl. And anyway, this is Patrick Mahomes. You're listening to Kansas City Radio. Oh, no, it's not. It's NFL Australia. All right, guys. So, uh, look, Kansas City, Philly, what a couple of games. Patrick Mahomes Whoa. steps up. He jumps on the show, just calls in to uh, intro the show. That's it. Very different, mate. Um, very, very fucking different games. But Super Bowl, it is set. We've got a Kelsey Bowl. We've got an mm. Andy Bowl. More importantly for this year program. Storylines, mate. We've got an Aussie Bowl. Storylines. The Aussie Bowl, guys. Yeah. We've got an Aussie. 
We're always going to have an Aussie, but we have a very specific yeah. Aussie uh, <laughs> who plays a pretty big role. And this is kind of like the aspect of uh, the Jordan Maialata story that is going to probably stick out in the next well, no, week and a half in the lead up. Look, yep. punters are punters. We understand punters. Yeah, this is yeah, our yeah. first actual sort Aussies. of, you know. We're Aussies, mate. We can kick yeah. a fucking ball. We get it. Now we've got an actual every down position player out there mm. uh, in Maialata doing the Lord's work and protecting Jalen Hurts. First Aussie in the Super Bowl. As far as, uh, as, far as the uh, baby Bosa said, he's not unique. He's just fucking big. Apparently that was the quote from this week after the game, mate. Like it. <laughs> but our first Aussie since Ben Graham back in 09 with uh, the Cards. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Pretty good chance to win it. We'll get to that. Uh, mm, other news. Don't fucking do that to me, Jimmy. Seriously, I've seen some of your notes and... Jesus fucking Christ, I am, you're not helping me, mate. <laughs> I am an absolute mess of emotion and uh, head versus you heart. You fucking so. want to tip everything against me, don't you? Hey, I'm the one in the newspaper around this wide brown land of ours each day who has been tipping your Philadelphia Eagles for Super Bowl in articles, literally dating back a couple of months. I'm just saying. Um, they were my uh, big value pick before the season too, just saying. Um, but in terms of other news, the Super Bowl is set. We do have the Kelseys on either side. We've got Andy Reid against his old old team that he did take to Super Bowl. He's great. Look, I don't think we, I don't think we touch on it. I know you skip on these notes that like, but I don't think we touch on it later. So I think that's really important. Jason, this is the first set of brothers that have ever played against each other in the Super Bowl. Jason is clearly going to, both uh, both going to the Hall of Fame. Right, it's not only that they're brothers on opposite teams. I think it's safe to say um, there's a, a number of years left with Travis, and I think he's got something like this. Or I'm going to get this wrong and going to be yelled at, but I think it's like the seven, second highest uh, receiving yards by any sort of receiver in playoff history. I think. I believe um, he only trails and, Jerry Rice uh, there, Gaz. Look, this is. Uh, I go. believe that's how there it is, and away you go. Yeah. Not just tight ends. Just I knew there was. A, I knew there was a site. There was a stat I was reaching for, Jimmy. There was a stat I was reaching for. Glad you could back me up. And then uh, Kelsey is going to go. Look, centers very rarely get in, but you know, ten years, six fucking Pro Bowls, a couple of All Pros, at least one ring, um, <laughs> and um, and he was. I think it was a six round pick as well. So that's yeah. that's fucking huge. But and as you touched on, like. Sorry, go on. No, this is like, you're setting it up really great because this is the idea. Like, I think having brothers play, you got the two very sort of different sort of aspects of it. Whereas, like, I feel like we've seen it like McCordy's, we've seen other brothers sort of playing this sort of stuff. And, like, now we've actually got, like, a center, we've got a tight end. This is just fun as shit. Like, I love a good Kelsey battle. Let's go. Super Bowl. But also, for anyone who listens like to podcasts religious, and we had this before we went online, is that the New Heights podcast has been fucking amazing and is like an insight into players all year as brothers who just jokingly, who are just good fucking dudes. And they're about to, like, they're the, one of the best podcasts, NFL podcasts in the world, and they're fucking meeting in the Super Bowl. So all right, like, guys, no free ads. No free ads. Anyway, Settle the fuck sorry. down. Come on. <laughs> All right, now let's move on to Andy. I grew up, so for anyone like, you know, I'm sure that's one of the hilarious things on like the moment is like, oh, fuck it, Eagles fans jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah, great. Um, 
I started at the beginning of the Andy Reid era and went through all of these fucking uh, championships that we won and all the titles and only ever got to one Super Bowl and kind of got run out of town when the vibe got a little bit stale and, you know, Dougie P went in. He's only fucking coached and gone and coached and, and taken another team to multiple Super Bowls and he's the only coach in history to take multiple teams to 10 playoff wins. And Andy Reid gets to come back in his super second Super Bowl as a fucking come play the Eagles. This is fucking great. This storyline alone, Big Red, I've always had a vibe for Big Red. Jimmy, this is fucking great. Storyline number two. I like it. Fucking I'm also, in. Also, it's in. the first... First time I've had two number one seeds play each other since, I think, the Eagles and the Patriots last time around. Also, Nick Sirianni started his coaching career with the Chiefs under Andy Reid and got fired by Andy Reid. like it. He probably... It's all hot, mate. The Sriracha probably doesn't have too many, uh, you know, doesn't hold many grudges, I think. He seems like a pretty nah, chill nah, dude. No, nah, um, yeah, honestly, honestly, I think, yeah, it's, you got to move on at some point. It's also, anyway, good time. We're just, yes, we're setting this up. We've got two other, what is, is it? I think it's the youngest combined ages of quarterbacks in the Super Bowl ever. Yep. Uh, first yep. two black quarterbacks going head to head in a Super Bowl, which is gnarly yep. and pretty wild when you think about it. But here we are. Like, in terms of yeah. NFL history, that's awesome. And it's wild yeah, that it hasn't right. happened before, but there you go. Yeah. Uh, and just in terms of like two teams and two fan bases who are just like rabid for it, exciting. Yeah. They both finished what, 14 and three in the season, number one season, as I mentioned. But the, the both teams that, that deserve to be in it, right? Let, let's be honest, right? It's a, a, if you look at last year, there's, there were storylines. I think it was last year was a little bit of a letdown because there was no tie, but no opposed tie between the Rams and the Bengals. There was the, the fairy tale story of the Bengals coming up and Joey B doing it and fucking Matty Stafford coming in from the Lions and coming in and making his thing. And there were independent storylines, but there was no real ties between these fucking things. These are inter-team storylines that are fucking great. I cannot wait for two weeks' time, Jimmy. You know what we're missing the most here, though? And you know what... It's going to be my favourite aspect Me in Arizona? For fuck's sake, Jimmy. Me in Arizona? No, no. What we're missing is just the commentary here. Great, mm. great uniform matchup. Oh, yeah. An absolute oh. belt of the green versus the red. You'd love to see it. Ah, oh, I'm excited. Santa Claus, mate. Santa Claus times. I'm all over it. Um, but it is an all amazing right. Super Bowl setup. Uh, let's uh, get into the last little bits of news. Uh, we saw Frankie Reich get picked up. That was pretty interesting. Carolina yeah. going, yeah, fuck it. Let's say the guy just got run out of Indy because, mm. well, they just kept cycling through uh, quarterbacks. What do we do here in Carolina? Oh, uh, yeah, cycle through quarterbacks. quarterbacks. That's going to go great. Steve Wilkes, he was kind of like, yeah, I'm pretty fucking pissed. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's shit. I All I did was kick some ass and take some fucking names and you bring in Frank Wright, yep. who I won more games than this year. Fuck off. If I was yep. Steve Wilkes, I'd be just like, nah. See ya. I'm burning this motherfucker to the ground and taking as many dudes with me as I can. That's horrible. What an absolute yep. fucking joke. Wilkes won more games this year than Frankie Reich did. Like, yep. fuck off. Anyway, other coaching news. So Frank Reich in Carolina, though, like just to quickly hit on that. Uh, quarterback whisperer, Sam Darnold, maybe they keep it. 
maybe that's kind of a little no, bit no, of no. interest. They're not, they're not resigning. He's free agent, mate. They're that's not kind of it, right? Like they're This is the thing. So they've got to bring in Reich and go, all right, who do you like? And they're like, well, who do you want to draft? <laughs> yeah. Off we go. Um, the thing is, Reich also kind of just kept going, no, nah, no, nah, I'll make it work with reach, insert retread here. And uh, maybe yeah. the Carolina Brains Trust should be like... That's not why they bought him in, mate. Frankie. That's not why they bought Frankie here's a, in. Here's a guy. Deal with it. Um, yeah. My favorite, favorite, favorite coaching storyline popped off. Callan Moore. Ah, we've decided to part ways. Callan Moore has now been hired by the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm like, well, that was quick. He Fuck was yes. The, Let's go. One of, your, one of your favorite terms, mate. One of your favorite terms. Zewunderkind. Zewunderkind, who was, also, I thought you were going to say that oh, my, one of my favorite terms is calling Callan Moore fucking PC principal because he looks <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. dead set like him. Yes. Put on a pair of yes. fucking speed dealer sunnies on that motherfucker and away we go. Um, but yep. I love this. Oh, I'm going to talk about this further later. I have some thoughts. Mm. A, initially, love it. B, great reason for him to go there. Um, you're missing. Wait, I feel like, judging on these notes, I feel like you're about to move on from coaching hires to the next topic, and you've missed a big fucking one, Jimmy. Go for it, Gas. Nathaniel Hackett to the Jets. Oh, yeah, love that, yeah. AKA, oh, paved the road for Aaron Rodgers, and away Jesus we go. Jesus Christ. The memes that have come out are like, oh, I sent an Aaron a, cre- a Christmas card once, and uh, fucking hire the cunt. <laughs> Get him in. When, particularly when Robert Sulla comes out and says, we are going after a veteran quarterback. Not even all this season, he stood behind <laughs> Zachy Boy. He was like, no, 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 he's our quarterback. No, 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 Mike White. No, 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 <laughs> Joe Flacco's our quarterback. He is fucking definitely the long-term answer. And came out and just went, nah, we're going after a veteran. 100% then, by the way, that Zach Wilson looked at his wife. Here's, and yeah, here's, so here's us like, introducing Nathaniel so Hackett, who's got... Absolutely uh, no chance of threatening Robert Sellers' uh, position, by the way. <laughs> 100%. Because he had, one, he had one crack at head coaching and failed miserably, but was a great offensive coordinator when he had the MVP of the league. Yep. How do you tie the two together? Bring in the MVP. Of course. I love it. The Hackett hire was, uh, it was so just hilariously like, well, we are trading for Aaron so Rodgers. So failed. We'll just, <laughs> we'll just failed. We'll get his old OC, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, why not? Uh, Tony Romo tried to drop the N word. Maybe uh, Ooh, that clip is uh, the clip is pretty great. damning, Gaz. It very much yeah. feels like. Uh, so did CBS have us on a uh, eight second delay, and did we catch off, or did Tony catch himself? Because if mm. you go and t- like just Google that, search Twitter. I don't know what else he was about to say, guys. I don't know what to add. Jim, I don't know. This is huge, Jim. Gaz, this is huge. Gaz, I don't know what I'm going to say, but I might drop the N-word. Oh, Tony. Because um, if you go and watch the clip, it's Tony Romo and uh, I think it's Pacheco. Pacheco, just, just trucking dudes. And Tony Romo just is like, yeah, that's three. There's the start of an N-word. We don't know what the word could have been. And, uh, yeah, you kind of just have that moment of like, what? Did, did he get cut off? Did someone press the big red button? Did he stop himself in time? I'm going to assume the last one, 
But the fact that that's cocked and already in the fucking barrel of the gun, ready to go. Yep. Like, not a word that you use just... No. In the other. No, it's not the go-to, Jimmy. It's not the go-to. On national television. Because <laughs> if you're saying it then, it means you've said it a bit. Shall we say? Yeah. Shall we say? Yeah. It's uh, and Tony it's part of the uh, Tony the didn't average vocabulary. Tony didn't really cover himself in glory. I think in the uh, calling no, of that game, there's a lot no, of screaming. It's like same. Tony, just you can bring it back down a notch. We understand what's going on yep. here, mate. We're going on. Um, yep. Otherwise, look, I wanted to hit on the Kelsey thing. A uh, lot of playoff touchdowns now, and as Gaz hit on, um, moved past my beloved Julian Edelman uh, for second all time in playoff receptions. Still saying there's two pats in the top four. Um, but yeah, behind Jerry Rice. But the, yeah, touchdowns just for a tight end to have that longevity is remarkable, obviously. Uh, but for like just that long and that many, like the volume is absolutely crazy. Jerry Rice was a fucking freak of nature. We know that. And so Kelsey's now, I think, 14 or 15, uh, either tied with Gronk or just behind Gronk. Jerry Rice, the most touchdowns receiving-wise. You know, it's just, it's one of those things where you mention Kelsey Hall of Fame. It's like, yeah, 100 fucking percent of a chance. And, like, Jason's going to go there too, probably. So kind of cool. Kind of love it. The dumb thing I think is that, like, for the last five weeks, and it's not like, uh, all right, granted... Let's go previous seasons where Mahomes had Tyreek, right? Yeah. But this season, it's been fucking clear where everyone... Like, I watch a lot of YouTube of like, you know, Monday morning football and fucking good morning football, blah, blah, fucking all the podcasts and all that sort of stuff. And the first thing they go and every Chiefs game is, how about you double cover fucking Chelsea, <laughs> right? Even when he's doing that, even though people are like... We know Mahomes is going to Kelsey. It's yeah. gonna fucking happen, and he does it despite it everyone. Was, fucking it was ridiculous best efforts, this right? week it that he got no another sense. touchdown. You're like, how? How? Oh. How? How? Anyway, we'll yeah. get to that in the uh, yeah. wraps. Uh, really quick, the last yep. little bit. Obviously, Brock Purdy. Uh, he was pretty good for the first five oh, plays, sh- a little bit, and then he was not, and uh, he has a torn UCL. UCL. Uh, so that's your uh, weird elbow ligament in there, and you're like, oh, not great because it's a baseball player injury, right? It's one of those ones where, yeah, it doesn't baseball happen picture. to football players often. So they do have mm. like a way for football players that isn't Tommy John surgery with like the weird uh, ligament replacement stuff. So mm. either way, surgery, no surgery, six months basically on the shelf, and you're like, well, I guess when Tom Brady comes in the Niners, that won't matter. You can just hang out, and Brock, and uh, rehab. And learn from the goat. Um, other injuries? Anything else? I mean, what? Guys, you've got the whole Look, receiving me, corpse yeah, of the Chiefs. Well, for me, there's not. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like I was like trying to just do all this of list. them. Then, as, as you've seen, like in the last couple of weeks, I've just tried to do the ones that matter. I mean, there's some injuries, and everyone's nicked up at this end of the season, and and it gets a little bit hurty. Uh, but if it, if they're not playing next week, it doesn't really fucking matter. Obviously, Purdy, I've mentioned because it does matter because. The gun's like trying to keep his job because he's done so well. But uh, I've, my first point is the whole Chiefs receiving core. Hardman went down. Tony went down. At one stage, it felt like 
Valdez Scantling was the and and fucking uh, Kelsey were the only two dudes fucking out there and you know getting some guys out of the backfield. Um, the interesting one was uh, so Lane Johnson like has like well reported been playing through a groin groin injury and just like it requires uh, surgery and he's going to be doing it after the season and uh, had a couple of weeks off and now apparently he's re-injured it. Now they're talking. And I, mate, I'm not enough of an athlete to be able to take this as gospel. I'm no medical doctor, but... I know. (laughs) But when the commentators are saying, you know what, when those sort of injuries try and uh, heal, and then you tear it again, and it tears clean, it's actually a bit of a relief. (laughs) Tearing your groin cleanly... I'm not convinced that's true. (laughs) No. No. But you talked to Lane, like. But you know what? He kept Bosa. Bosa had, although he nearly had Hurts uh, in for, uh, which we'll touch on in a second, in the uh, in Oof. the end zone for a safety. Bosa had zero sacks for the game. Lane Johnson with his busted ass groin um, kept him clean, really. So you know what? If I if that's what I get out of Lane for one more fucking game, I'm I'm all right with it. But anyway, like let's it. talk about these games. Let's talk about Jimmy. these games. All right, now we've sort of danced around it. Let's do it. The, the championship games, the wraps. Uh, we'll quickly sort of, you know, talk about the game and then a couple of takes to come out of it each. Um, Philly, Niners, beautiful day at the link. Uh, the poles are already greased. You had a drunken, rowdy fan base. Um, so Freddie on the old Fox Sports Lab NFL last week was like, this is actually great that it's a day game because the fans will be drunk but not shit faced. Basically, it's like that's a fucking great. Was it last week we talked about? Was it last week we talked about the fact that they played the night game and the Eagles fans had worked out a way to buy tickets to the lacrosse, the afternoon <laughs> lacrosse game, so that they could, yeah, so that they could go and tailgate from uh, seven eight a.m. rather than the four p.m. when they were originally supposed to be allowed in. Love it. So they just yeah. Great job, Eagles fans. Uh, stay classy. <laughs> the uh, the vibe though is going to be fucking feral. And I love it. Yep. I'm 100% here for it. 31 to yep. 7, San Francisco. Obviously, the rap just is literally, I could have just left it at first drive, sixth play. Hassan Reddick gets to Brock Purdy, smashes his arm, forces the fumble, and Brock Purdy goes out. And that's the game. Because it was. Yeah, effectively. Uh, the weird, like. It's one of those ones as well when you're watching watching it and you don't actually get to see too many replays. It felt like they kind of glossed over the fact that this was just called a fumble rather than an incomplete pass. I feel like we've seen about 87 fucking replays down to like Zapruder film fucking slow motion, you know, fucking what? Pixel by pixel breakdown of where the arm is going and where's the ball. And this is going to be, oh yeah, it was probably a uh, fumble and you're like, I feel like he was passing it when he got hit. Like, what? Are... It definitely was not. Mate. But it's like nah. that ball came <laughs> they... off his elbow. And then you sort of watching, you're like, well, now nah, you got hit pretty clean." So they moved on pretty quickly. Yeah. And that's kind of it, right? So I think the biggest then turning point was what Sanders walking in pretty much untouched off yeah. a very clean block uh, from your O line, and the Niners' defense is getting a little bit literally amazing. just discombobulated. Uh, yep. with like an extra player coming over, they're like, oh, we'll cover it. Oh, no, he's gone the other way. Fuck, we're done. Touchdown. And yeah, you're Kelsey, like, whoop, this so, is going to be bad. Yeah. 
So what happened a lot of the time, because funnily enough, I've watched a fucking shit ton of analysis out of this. And when you talk about, when you talk about Hall of Fame guy, like Kelsey played one of the best pulling games of a center that I've ever fucking seen. And uh, so they literally had Fred Warner and Joey Bosa um, second guessing the whole time and where they would usually rush the passer or be in coverage. That, that Miles Sanders run was the perfect example. Kelsey pulls out... And then the linebacker's like, where the fuck do I go? And then Sanders just kind of wanders around the outside and walks in. It was fucking... Ew. It was so good. It was so fucking clean. Um, it was... Don't get me wrong. It was scary when Josh Johnson was in. It was like, ah, oh, historically... I'm used to the historic Eagles where I'm like, ah, oh, this is the one that we're going to drop to a fucking backup, right? Because particularly in that in that uh, comeback where... In, in that uh, the drive that they just went, you know what? We're going to run McCaffrey and then pass to McCaffrey and then pass to McCaffrey and then run McCaffrey and then he's going to break three tackles and we're going to get into the end zone and it's going to be seven all. And we're like, oh, no. That was the moment where I'm like, I'm not going to message Gaz because it'll just ruin his fucking day. Because I'm like, I had, I had, I had, here we go. Just like I had it locked and loaded. But I didn't send it. I would have um, thrown something, Jimmy. I would have thrown something at that time. So oh, I, yeah, I did also have my uh, Niners mates on the other text chain, and uh, they were <laughs> just like, pack her up, boys. Like As soon as Purdy goes out, they're like, yeah. nah, we're fucked. And, uh, of course, yeah. Josh Johnson comes in, was very Josh Johnson. And you're like, why has this guy been on 27 teams in the last 10 years? Like, oh, because <laughs> he's shit. Sure. Yeah. And that's got, he was just, he was shit. And you're like, yeah, I get yeah. it. You're a third, you're a fourth string. You're backing up the third string. But you'd expect at least some sort of level of just capability. And you're like, nah, just yeah. fucking no. nothing. Um, yep. But you're right. The McCaffrey touchdown was incredible. I'm like, right, cool. Cashman McCaffrey touchdown bet. Fucking happy days. They aren't going to score again. <laughs> After, like, yeah, you watch, yeah, like, literally the first two right? Josh Johnson, like, sequences, you're like, oh, nah, cooked. He goes out with a concussion. Purdy has to yeah. come back in. He can't feel his right arm, Gaz, because he's mm. got a torn fucking UCL. Brings up the question, should NFL teams be forced to basically dress a third QB? No. I've seen articles. I saw articles on this. Fuck them. No. And the reason I say this is because I think if I read the article correctly, back in 2011, the rule was changed because it used to be a forced third string dress quarterback. And they're like, no, 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 no. We're going to remove that rule and we're going to allow you to have an extra player. And then most teams went, well, fuck it. We're not going to put in a QB. So if you don't do that, it's your own fucking fault, mate. You're a professional outfit. It's true, Don't but care. I think I think what's changed since then is that the concussion rules are much more like stringent and harsh. So literally, as you saw with Johnson, mm-hmm. it's like you go down a bit wonky and you hit your head on the ground. They're like, "Off you come," and you're like, "But he's filling in for the other guy." It's like, "Well, it's the concussion rules. I don't have to tell you." It's like, "Ah, oh, yeah, but who's the risk fucked, on, Jimmy? So. Who's the risk on the team to fucking lose? You've got that extra player. You can protect yourself. He can carry the water for all I give a fuck." But if you choose, it's not like the NFL I think subtracted the a very, player. The very answer, there's a very easy answer to this. is like NFL just 
instead of a 53-man roster, 54. And just emergency QB, boom, done. They've got to have no, shoulder. No, I think it would go. They could have it. have to go the other way. No, just have 50, to go back fuck, to, no, right, fuck that, 54. Guys, to be honest, I'd rather see, you know what I'd rather see, is that we, on your roster, you basically have to make sure that you can have a Christian McCaffrey or somebody like that who's like, Breaking case of emergency QB. We've got our like yeah. fucking four string cornerback. He played quarterback in fucking high school. He was a gun, but then he switched to defense. Antoine Randall. Off we go. And uh, I love Steelers, that sort of shit. Right? But the vibe still, yeah. I kind of think it's like 54 man. Like basically left, have yeah. an assistant offensive, co- have them basically be an assistant offensive coordinator, but have like mm. their fucking uh, jock strap and the fucking, the cup in. And the shoulder pads already like built in as they're helping out on the OC vibes and away we go. Because the same thing, like the Eagles, we've seen this time and time again as well, right? When you've got a rushing quarterback, you saw it with Lamar, you saw it with Baltimore all fucking season as well. Like as soon as your number, you saw it with Tua as well, right? Like as soon as you have one go down, it gets very dicey very fucking quickly. And just to have that extra little bit of like uh, level of security would be kind of nice. But at the same time, my dumb brain is just like fucking make, make the make the wide receiver do it. That'd be fun. It's like my yeah, entire point I about just, kickers and punters should be the same fucking person. Like, what are we doing here? How hard is it? I don't. I don't get what I don't accept. Right. What I do not accept is that when you've got a rule, and then the teams go, "Nah, can't give us more freedom," and then the NFL goes, "Finally, we'll give you more freedom." And then they take the piss and go, all right, well, we're not going to put a quarterback. Why would we do that? Let's put an extra wide receiver. Yeah. And then when two of you white quarterbacks go down, you go, oh, 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 I don't have a quarterback left. Fuck you, it's man. Teams it's are fucking, like the, but guys, teams are idiots. We understand that. Like They're always going to They're err. children. We've got to force they're them all, to not touch the hot iron. They're all going to err. That's what you're saying. You're basically like, 100%. They're all going to err on the side of like, well, that. I need like a fourth, fifth receiver or a fourth, fifth fucking cornerback or a fourth, sixth, seventh yeah. fucking linebacker rather than a third yeah. string QB because how often does that happen? It's like, well, but now it's happening exactly. more than ever. It's fucking weird and dumb. But anyway. If they're willing to take the risk, right, and say, you know what, that fifth wide receiver is going to win me more games than the chance of losing that game the one time I require that extra quarterback yeah, suck well that's in. on them if that happens to be if that happens to be the championship game well it fucking sucks to be used Cole Shanahan you've just called cost your entire fan base fuck you you've already lost three quarterbacks this year <laughs> maybe make a better fucking decision anyway like, can we have Tom Brady just on the, the sideline like, like, yeah down. I know I just can't suggest don't get injured um, anyway other points, Philly cheated with that Devonta oh, Smith on catch. So just so you know, it's just so everyone in the audience knows, right? The, the all five of you. There's fucking we all five who are still listening watching. at this point. I mean, really, <laughs> it's just evolving to us yelling <laughs> so, at each other. It's good. Just we're just yelling at each other. But uh, we use Google Docs, which means that we're both like we can both see what each other's doing. Jimmy's just highlighted his next line, which just says Philly cheated with that Smith non-catch. So Amazing catch if he'd actually caught it. State your point, mate. State your fucking point. If he'd caught it, uh, if it he'd caught it, it would have been an amazing catch. Uh, yes. How, how Shanahan doesn't have like the wherewithal to go, get the fuck out of here, you didn't catch that. Just like challenge, what are you doing, mate? What are you doing? You're taking the piss because that was like that to me was really the moment where the life went out of San Francisco. Like 
allowing that completion because that was like a fourth and three. They would have got three. the ball back at midfield. So they get the ball back there if that. And we got we got a, we got like a th- 25, 30 yard uh, completion on fourth and three. Yep. Yeah. And it shouldn't have been there. Devonta Smith's like, I didn't catch that. So quick, everybody up to the fucking line of scrimmage and uh, let's fucking go run the play so they can't challenge. And Shanahan had his thumb up his ass uh, next to his head and uh, didn't challenge. So uh, here's sucked a, here's in. A key point. Here's head. a key point about that for me. Um, this is and this is just for everyone else. This is this is us. This is still our rap. This isn't even our opinions. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this this goes back to a thing about uh, home field advantage that I was about to, I was going to touch on later. Home field advantage. Um, Guess what they didn't show on the big screen until we ran the next play, Jimmy? <laughs> a replay of the catch. <laughs> the reverse image of that fucking catch. Where it hits right, the ground pretty perfect. fucking clearly. Jesus. Fucking clearly. But from the from the from the umpire's uh, <laughs> The amazing part was point of view, that was fucking great. Even that the, looked amazing. Like we were like, holy shit. And they ran the next play until even the commentators had a chance to go. The broadcast oh, well, didn't oh, get to wait, see it. So wait, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. But there was the symbol. Like I don't even know what the fucking symbol was. But uh, Smitty Smitty did this like fist together thing as he ran to the line, and that was the you know incognito signal to the whole team to go. Oh fuck, we got to run this next play, right? And it just went down a tree. Yep. Uh, but the big the big vibe out of this was that um, you know it just sort of got out of control, and mm-hmm. your guys just eventually sort of ran over the top like the. Yeah. Like the first initial, like Sanders touchdown, you're like, all right, cool. Then boom, it all goes a bit squirrely. You had a seventh round draft pick, last pick of the draft as your QB anyway. You were sort of worried about how squirrely that might get. It got super squirrely because he's even fucking out. You got Josh Johnson back back in. But you tied up 7-7. And the big turning point really was then the fucking dumb Josh Johnson fumble where you're like, it's 14-7. If we go into halftime at 14-7, the Niners are like, we're Just fine. Re- we're going to be all right. right. Reset. Like, Let's fucking go. We're only yeah. a touchdown down. They fumble. They give up another mm. touchdown. And it was like that big sort of just the way he just went to Goddard like two couple of times, right, yeah. I think on that drive. Yeah. And away they went. It's like, yep, yeah, cool. Boston Scott runs it in. And you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. this game's there we over. Are. So, pack her up, boys. 21-7 at the half, and, uh, yeah, no chance there for the rest of the game for the Niners because Purdy comes back in. You're like, right, cool. Uh, He can't throw, so we'll stack the box. Hey, what can Josh Johnson do? Oh, nothing because he's Josh Johnson, so we'll just stack the box. And what can they do? Well, turns out... Meanwhile... Nothing, so... This is is also... This is the defensive line that is... Four sacks away from beating the eighty-four Bears, eighty-five Bears, in like total eighty-five Bears in total sacks, including playoffs. And you're like, yeah, you know what? You know how you know how our quarterback got knocked out from not blocking Hassan Reddick? Yeah, let's just put him back in with a torn UCL <laughs> and see what fucking happens. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, your just, key points, Jimmy. It doesn't get any better. It gets just fucking worse. Hertz runs in for that touchdown. It's like yes. I love the fact that I had a hurt and um, and uh, McCaffrey multi fucking laughing. So I came out of this a little bit ahead. Happy days. Even though I was very, as you know, very heavily invested in this Niners team. Uh, they were my pick from the get-go. I still think if Purdy's healthy, 
my first key point out of this game. So 31-7, that's where we land. Uh, the Eagles weren't great. The Niners' defense, I that almost feel correct. like, Poor. I want to say, the Niners' defense was still pretty fucking good in this game, but... Early? Look, so Hertz throws for, what, 121 yards, doesn't really need to do too much more. The run game is only like Correct. three and a half yards on like per attempt or whatever the fuck it was. Correct. But they gave up, I think, 30-plus points for only the third time this season, right? But they were just on there so long. I think Philly ran something like 25 more plays than fucking yeah. San Francisco. And the Niners, yeah. like, defense was just gassed. And you're like, yep, yeah, that's yeah. it's like 15 minutes extra than the other fucking team. Yeah. So like that extra kick in the guts of that last, uh, just before the halftime touchdown was the turning point as I sort of point up, but really you sort of come out of that offensively watching moments of it going, Oh, feel you're really kind of just trying to give this up. And if the Niners had been half fucking passable, and I feel like this gets to my second point. If the Niners defense hadn't kind of given up the ghost, then I think this is much more of a game because it felt very much like the the Niners defense looked at the Purdy injury, looked at Josh Johnson and went, ah, we're fucked no matter what we do. Because there were moments where you're like, there'd be like a three and out and a punt, three and out and a punt. You're like, oh shit. Niners, if they could move... Oh, no, the Niners have just gone three and out and punted because they don't have an offense. And, like, you could see the defense just wear down time after time and just, like, that realization sets in and that leads to my third point, the penalties. And that's where the fucking... That was where this game was 100% lost because the Niners just fucking gave up the ghost. They shit down their legs. 11 penalties for 81 yards, which is almost as many yards as they had from their offense, basically, on from their quarterbacks mm. uh, and passing. Mm. So it was like literally the rushing yards with the about 80-something. That was it. But I think what I expected more out of this was that more inventiveness and imagination from Shanahan. And he came out of this yeah. going, well, he just kind of also gave up, I feel. Like, he's not going to yeah. say, oh, yeah. well, you know, I stopped it. But it's like, oh, no, what we'll do is we'll, we'll run left with Debo. I will go... With McCaffrey, it's like, where are the fucking weird just like, wow, we're going to lose this game anyway. Kitchen sink, fuck it. Empty the playbook a bit. And they tried a couple of tricks, <sighs> trick plays. A couple of trick ones and they, out straight just, away. they were like just fucking killed because it's like, we know what you're going to do this. It's like, well, oh, fuck it. We'll just go clear out the line this way and we'll try to run through people. It's like, that's not going to work against Philly. What are you doing? Yep. And so that lack yep. of imagination from Shanahan was disappointing. The offense was obviously a mess. I think even with like, you know, your second string QB, we've literally seen the Niners then turn shit around with a second string QB three times this season and it didn't happen this time. So disappointed by Shanahan. I think we'd sort of uh, gotten to the point of like Shanahan. Yeah, yeah, he's good. He's good. Oh, all right. Yeah. There's a reason why he's made Super Bowls and well, made a Super Bowl and not won it. And uh, it's pretty, pretty fucking large. He tends to go a bit conservative in big moments. And you saw that on the big stage as opposed to your beloved mm. Nikki Sriracha guess. 
Yeah, mate. Because that's Smith right, call. Well, the fourth, the fourth and three to go Let's for go it from away. there. Set a tone, mate. Boom. Set a tone. I don't give a fuck, he says. Okay. Off he goes. Anyway, yep. so my vibes, there you go. Niners shit the bed. Philly, amazingly well-rounded this game. I'm going to talk about that later. They look great at times. But really, sometimes against this defense, you could see them just trying to like... We've seen them hit the wall, right? At different points during this season. Yeah. It happened a couple of times, but because the Niners had zero fucking offense, there was no chance they were ever going to win this. Philly did enough, yep. kicked their ass. Good game. Your vibes. What do you got? I think I think there's uh I think your what you just said then uh summarizes it all and the vibes. Did enough, kicked their ass. Now let's this is the first team since I think it was the it's I'm gonna get this wrong, two thousand and one, two thousand and two Ravens to kick to have Two playoff wins in a row where the team got the opposition got seven or less points. Oof. Right? Now that was after that was after the Giants and it was after, you know, the the Niners. Now, what I want to say to this is stats don't my first point is stats don't fucking matter, right? Because I've had some even on fucking Eagles boards this like in the last two days is like oh well now like Devontae and AJ are effectively uh, decoys. Twenty seven hundred yards in regular season between the two of them decoys. I think one of the things that the Eagles have shown is that they can change that game up depending on what needs to happen. When you're twenty one to seven up at half time, three and a half yards a carry. Is enough, Jimmy. Where we got beaten, surprisingly, by the Washington Commanders earlier this year was when they controlled the fucking ball. And you know what we did? We just grinded the fucking thing out. Run, run, pass for three yards, fucking first down, move it down the field, see you later, do what's taken. Thanks for, thanks home, for another uh, penalty there, Niners. Cheers. Thank you. Exactly right. Was it seven and, first? Uh, I think it was seven first downs they got out of... Uh, Dumb penalties, basically, by the Niners. Just yeah, 100%. Unbelievable. Like the one that was like, I was like, oh, there was one particular, I think it was Ward on AJ, that was just like, holy shit, you nearly, uh, fuck, that was nearly an interception, Jalen. You don't throw interceptions, what's going on? And then you see the replay, and he basically span AJ around, like, five yards, just like, fucking, all right, yeah, okay, that's 15 yards. And then there was a penalty straight after that, and straight after that. That, that was the drive. There was, like, four or five first down penalties on that drive that just fucking killed it and it was soul-destroying for them. But this is a running... Like if you look at early, what you were saying about the defense of the Niners, they fucking took it to the Eagles and, like, Bosa stayed home. He just didn't overcommit. He just didn't do anything fucking... Like, that was when he, like, nearly had Hurts in the end zone for a safety. And you know what? They still broke a couple. They got enough. And uh, we still ended up with... Four rushing touchdowns, which has not happened to um, the Niners. Uh, four in? No, no, no. It wasn't four individual because Miles Sanders got two. Uh, three individual rushes. Um, my second point is the Eagles' D is legit. If there was any fucking questions about the fucking that defensive line, Eagles fans, Eagles fans have been against uh, Jonathan Gannon all fucking year. And I've been one of them because... When he's been down players, he's been in soft zone, and it's seen we've been torn apart by a number of teams. But 
Hey, uh, Avante Maddox came back this week for the first time in five or six weeks, and CJ GJ back at safety, and all of a sudden you've got Slay and Bradbury playing uh, um, man, and all of a sudden this defense looks a shit ton better. The next one, maybe don't block a 17 sack uh, premier defensive end um, with a backup <laughs> tight end, or your quarterback's going to get knocked out of the game. That's not a quote from me. That's fucking JJ Watt said that, Jimmy. And I had to repost that online because that's what got your quarterback hurt. It wasn't the fact that, oh, you got some really unlucky injuries. Shanahan put his dude up to be fucking killed. If you look at what Reddick was on a, was on a fucking tear and had two sacks, a forced, one of which was a strip sack, and a fumble recovery in the first fucking half. He was on a fucking tear and you covered him with a backup tight end. Probably not the greatest idea. <laughs> um, Shanahan game management. What the fuck? There's my next point. You uh, you touched on it. When you talk about that, uh, the uh, reception from Devante that was clearly, as we all found out after the fact, after we know what the Eagles fucking um, in stadium covered and the broadcast team covered, Shanahan ended that half with a timeout up his sleeve. Woo! Probably a good time. Probably a good time to call it when you've got them on fourth and three, and they throw a bomb that you're like, not really sure because that wide receiver is running down. May go and snap the ball. Just fucking ball. throw it anyway at that point, snap right? Just go. Ah, I reckon he's lying. Fuck him. Let's go. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, dumb. Yeah. Yep, and uh, and the other one is Trent Williams at the end of the game. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. If you the didn't big punch see it, on. So, yeah, was it uh, Craven? Was it Wallace? It was like a one. It was like a third. He was against a third string, fourth string safety who's like a quarter of his size, and you just see Trent Williams just grab him by the scruff of the neck and just whack down. That's got to be. That those those dollars that you earn that yeah, there's a few of those going. Um, yeah, they both play. got they got both got ejected, but it was after the end of the game, right? Yeah. It was like fucking game was done. It was yep. pointless. It was just letting out frustration, and you're like, come on, man. I'm anyway. showing up for my team. No, you just being a dick, and you're costing uh, no, yourself you're your playoff you're bonus. Yeah. yeah, tough one. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, basically, I think game. to come out of that, Eagles substantially better. <laughs> uh, next yes. one, 23 KC, Cincy 20. Much better game, Jimmy. Much Way more fun game. game. Way more fun game. Uh, obviously, Cincy with 3-0 and against this uh, this version of KC, this version of Cincy. They're talking shit. We're going to Burrowhead. We're going to fucking Burrowhead, man. That's where KC play. They play in Burrowhead because we always win there as Burrowhead. You know what KC don't like? Bulletin board material, mate. Bulletin board material. What happens when the Raiders talk shit about KC? KC just go out and fucking spend the next couple of years obliterating them off the fucking face of the planet. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati talk some shit. Got hit. Mm. And mm. I'll tell you. Fucked around and found out. It's almost exactly how we sort of mentioned this last week. Like this was my big fear. Why I took KC, why I was so on KC, literally from the get-go, I'm like, their defense will actually get, they've actually got a little bit of a hint of a pass rush, as opposed to Buffalo, who, after losing Von Miller, did not. And yes. 
What did we see, guys? <gasps> exactly that. Because Casey's D mm. were hurrying Burrow up. It didn't even matter if they weren't getting to him, but they got to him right away, and they're hurrying him up so fucking often. And as good as he is, like, if you hurry up any QB, like, shit's going to go a bit awry. But more importantly, it just makes their offensive game that much tougher to execute, right? Like, it's really simple yeah, shit. It's like... It doesn't matter if you're hitting them. doesn't matter if you're just fucking getting them out of their comfort zone. It's going to fuck their shit up, and that's exactly what happened. Um, the weirdest part is, I think all three of those games that they lost were by three points, and the one that they won by was by three points. But um, the D getting to Burrow is huge. The sack by uh, Chris Jones, right? Like, he gets his first ever playoff sack, which is hilarious. He's like, fucking hell, this dude's just yep. like... Played a million playoff games, finally gets First one. And second. And then the second one. I'll talk about yeah. that in a second. Jesus. But yeah. the way, like, the KC sort of came out in this game, there was a sense of purpose. You're like looking at Mahomes. It's like, yep, we know he's got the fucked, uh, fucked ankle. Doesn't really matter. But defensively, like, that first sort of sequence by the Bengals, it sort of got short circuited. And you're like, yeah, they can't really run it there's a p- dumb fucking penalty and they go out and then KC have a pretty good sort of second thing, but it ends in the field goal because I think what a weird sort of incomplete pass to Tony. It's like, Oh, come mm. on, man. They're getting fucked over by that. After we've just seen the Devonta Smith, uh, non catch. Like, come on, yeah. you're taking yeah. the piss. But anyway, um, they keep the field goal and you're like three. Oh, should probably be a touchdown here or whatever. They also lose a touchdown later. The Pacheco, Pacheco, uh, is like a penalty on him just like running in, yep. leaving me spewing because I had him. I think as the first touchdown scorer, <laughs> fucking killing me, Gaz. You fucking killing me. I tell you that much. But Burrow gets there's an interception after that first touchdown by Burrow, and you're like, this is it. Like this defense is really just holding them right, and that's what happened yep. later again too. When you get the second interception late in the game, it's 2020. You get the tap out. You love to see it. The rookie uh, parts of the defense stepping up. And in between that, you've got this fucking tussle. It was great. The touchdown to Kelsey was amazing. Um, and then the Bengals just finally got it cruising. You get the chase touchdown. Uh, they who they had Higgins, I think, was the second one. Yeah, it was beautiful. They just busted that game. Like, right there, you're like, here we go. And then KC come back, answer. Um, I think that was the Valdez-Scantling touchdown. And you're like, suddenly it's 2013. And it's like, this is fucking on. This game is awesome. Like, this was absolutely fine. Like, it was scratchy, but that's kind of almost the fun part. And then it all comes down to, essentially, the last two minutes. It's 2020. After the uh, Burrow sort of tip-up interception, they short circuit that drive by the uh, Bengals, which is one of the things that sort of gets left behind because there's like fuck all time left in the game at that point. It felt like mm, the Bengals were driving to win the game, yeah. but then so that interception happens. <clears throat> KC get the ball back. Burn. It felt like fucking no time off, and away they go. They give the ball back to the Bengals. And 47 seconds left. Joe Burrow sacked by Chris Jones again. They got a punt. K 
KC have the ball. This is the team that took 13 seconds last year, guys. Can I say, mate? To I go down, 13 last year. kick fucking Buffalo in the nuts. Sky Moore, one of the other forgotten aspects of that, the return of that kick. Mm, that's pretty good. That's pretty Whole good. Whole mess of yards. Feeling pretty good about that. Yep. Gives him better field position than you would have hoped. I think he returned it. Basically uh, yeah, basically yeah, basically it's midfield. a yeah. 47, basically 29-yard return. Looking great. Awesome. <sighs> then what happens? Mahomes, the scramble. It's a five-yard scramble one that leg. turns into a 20-yard scramble. Paddy, 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 one-leg Mahomes. <laughs> Don't Damn hit me. the one-legged fucking QB <laughs> out of bounds. Oh, why? Why would, why you, would do you do that, Jimmy? Why? why would you do that? So suddenly they're within oh. field goal range. Butker nails the kick with three seconds left and the lateral at the end of the game for the uh, for the Bengals goes nowhere. And Kansas City are through to the Super Bowl. Um, mm. Mm. Awesome game. Topsy-turvy. Just fucking tenterhooks the entire time because it's one of those ones you go 23-20. I mean, it's not a fucking massive shootout like Bill's Chiefs or anything. It's like it was gripping. And like I don't think since he play games that are like giantly high scoring because their defense is too good and they give you chances on the other side too. But 23-20, you'll take it. My three takeaways, Gaz. Mahomes is superhuman. That was fucking nuts. The passing was incredible. Oh, well, if he can't scramble in the, in the pocket, then he's not good. It's like, have you seen him play? Mm. <laughs> like, he's incredible. Fuck off. Um, the lack mm. of mobility, very clearly an issue, but had it when it mattered. When it was nut crunch time, what did he do? He scrambled. It was basically the only, like, he had had a couple of moments in that game where he's like, oh, I should scramble. He took, like, two steps and went, nah, going to throw it. I'm just like, no, nah, I don't want to run the rest of the way because I'm going to get hurt. This sucks. And in the last play where it mattered, scrambled, gets just enough yardage, then gets hit out of bounds. And mm. uh, that's the game-winning play. Awesome. And I kind of talked about this last week, right? The, just the simple idea of like, oh, no, Patrick Mahomes is a pocket passer. You know how fucking good that dude is at being a quarterback? Yeah, Really fucking good. So you don't get the eight extra plays per game where he scrambles for like five, six yards and gets you an extra first down here and there. Maybe he'll make up for it just by so, like quick passes, so. off they go, and he just picked them apart. The Valdez scanning touchdown yeah. was insane. Like I don't think Marquez even realized the ball was in his chest until he sat down. He's like, yeah. oh, fuck, I've got the ball. Oh, Holy shit, well. where did that come from? And like Kelsey, yeah. their touchdown was fucking beautiful as well. So, um, mm. But coming out of that, Joe Burrow. I mentioned this on last week's show. He might be the best QB in the NFL. Some of his passes, he's literally hitting his fucking receivers in the helmet. And they're like, ah, oh, I didn't see it. It's like, dude, that's your job. Like, it hit you in the face. <laughs> if it can hit you in the face, you can catch it. Like, what are you doing? Hayden Hurst dropped two fucking giant catches. There was like a fucking touchdown. If, it, if you can get a finger to it, you can catch it. Like, that's the old adage. If you get a hand to mm-hmm. it, you can catch it. Hayden Hurst just fucking dropped it. And Burrow just basically did everything. Everything he feel like I feel like he could. The O line wasn't great. We knew that was going to happen. And yep. I think Burrow made chicken salad out of chicken shit a lot of this game. Mm. And I'm so fucking high on them for next year. I'm just saying. Um, but I think watching this game, you have those moments where you're like, yeah, as you mentioned, the injuries 
Nicole Hardman. Feltis Scantling went off at one point as well. Like you've got no Tony at points <coughs> and you've got like basically Sky Moore. And you're like, who the fuck is catching these passes for KC? What do you have like mm. 10 different receivers or something at one point? And you're like, dude, yep. that is just, I just don't know if that's repeatable to winning degree mm. in a Super Bowl. So yeah. McKinnon's catching shit. He sucked running the ball. You got Marcus Kemp, Noah Gray, Juju's out. It's like mm. fucking hell, man. So I just don't no, know if KC have got enough to beat list. Philly. So. That's what I missed earlier. Yeah. Juju yeah, goes look, out, I, right? I, this, is, this is one of my points, but I'm sure I'll touch on it later. Um, but yeah, like what they're about to take on is not the Bengals' D-line. What they're about to have a D-line against is not the Bengals' O-line, right? So, and they're not... Oh, and I, I, I would say that wide receiver-wise, you know, you're taking Chase and, Chase and Higgins, probably like that, well... Yeah, and and Boyd is probably better th- like threesome combination than uh than AJ, Devante and Quez. But um, yeah, look, I think that yeah, I don't know, I don't I don't think they've got anyway. I'm sure we'll get onto that in our review of next week. Uh, look for my my key points. If Burrow never gets back to the to another Super Bowl, Asai will forever be met, remembered for that late hit. Right, wow. that should have gone to overtime. Literally. All you need to do was let that play end, and that is what oh, there was like fifteen seconds. Like, don't get me wrong, it's got like it is Patty Mahomes fifteen yards, and Buckers having the same fucking same fucking uh, same fucking kick. But you know what? That late hit is, and when the fact that they're walking off, I can't remember which defender it was, but there's a very a very obvious clip that's gone viral about the the Bengals players walking into the rooms and going, why even the fuck do you touch that quarterback? Right? Like, that's not fucking great. Anyway, uh, Mahomes does more. My second point is Mahomes does more with less than anyone in the league. And what I'm saying by that is uh, Tariq's gone and the guys that he's got in are like Hardman and they've got Tony who was a reject from another team. Where's your mic? Got, oh, <laughs> fuck. Sorry, I got distracted. I got distracted and took off. Sorry, sorry, Jimmy. Sorry, audience. Um, you know, we've got, we've got all these players and, and we've got injuries and all of these excuses that any other quarterback would like. If any other quarterback had, uh, had half the amount of excuses as Mahomes, I get it. You know, everyone's having to whinge about the referees in this fucking game and the umpiring. But you know what? Fucking some of the passes, we touched on it last week. Mahomes was scrambling for his life and making plays all over the field last week. And then he got injured. And so what did he do? Changed his game. And he's fucking just firing out quick passes. And then all of a sudden, the entire strategy of the offense of the Chiefs has come uh, to be around what Patrick Mahomes needs to survive. So, uh, look, mate, uh, 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 what I'm trying to get at here is just that even though it feels on paper that we have the offensive line, sorry, the defensive line and the secondary to take on Patrick Mahomes next week and that uh, Chiefs offense, I'm scared as fuck, Jimmy. <laughs> I'm gonna be. I'm not gonna lie. I'm scared as fuck to take on Patrick Mahomes in a Super Bowl. Anyway, my third point before we get on to Yanas, Chris Jones took over that game and just. 
fuck it, ended it, right? The Bengals O-line fucked around and found out two sacks and three tackles for loss. Importantly, when it mattered and where it mattered. And he just fucking took it from the interior. Like, there's so many stories, like, of constantly about the Boses and the fucking JJ Watts and the fucking, uh, you know, Hassan Reddicks and all those sort of guys from the outside. But guys who dominate the middle, who just give you nowhere to step up and just fucking destroy you. Mate, Chris Jones owned the end of that game. He ended the game as well. Like, that play was just massive. It was huge. I love it. And you're right about the Mahomes thing, like, doing, you know, so much with less. Like, as I mentioned, like, Valdez Scanlon finding the ball in his guts. It's like, oh, I'm also in the end zone. This is nuts. Kelsey just like, doesn't matter. I'm like, triple covered. Yeah, I'll still get you the ball. Don't worry about it. I love it. Um. Yeah, the vibes are like Juju, Smith-Schuster, Tony. you got all these fucking picks. All these like highly vaunted dudes. High picks. High picks. Doesn't, this kind of like fine. They're rejects, sure. whatever. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, the fucking oil tanker himself. Doesn't matter. KC <laughs> win it. 23-20. They go through. What is that? Third Super Bowl in five years. Uh, they've won one. Yeah, nah, Zoe, for you guys. Oof. Uh, yeah, nah. My favorite is probably with everybody blowing smoke up your ass. Are you worried that Philly are raging favorites and everybody's on them? Yeah, nah. Yes. Yes, of course I fucking am. I've become quietly accustomed to that kind of underdog mentality, you know, being that thing that, you know, hungry, hungry dogs run faster. That sort of thing, you know, that sort of... the, the Everyone wearing the dog masks in 2017, 2018. Um, kind of like that 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 vibe, that, that Philly vibe. Like, no one fucking likes us and we don't care. Um, the fact that everyone's like, you know what? They've been a strong team. Like, yeah, we don't know that, that the way that the Chiefs have struggled against... No, I don't want that, Jimmy. <laughs> I want to be, you know... Everyone goes, oh, fucking... Hurts his shoulders, not going to hold up. With oh, it's fucking, it's going to be a, it's going to be a one-sided affair, and it goes the other way. Like I fucking, I want to be pleasantly surprised. But at the moment, yeah, I mean the uh, the Eagles started uh, according to Philadelphia media. The Eagles immediately after the Chiefs game started at two and a half point underdogs, and that quickly changed within the next six or so hours to one and a half, and then somewhere between one and a half and two and a half point favorites so um it'll be interesting to see what happens uh but i don't like being <laughs> i don't like the expectation i like i like uh what what's what's the term that i'm, I'm in business development and what do we say under under promise and over deliver mate always under promise and over deliver i absolutely love it because oh. it's you going to a super bowl party with me that we're hosting at the catfish <sighs> You'll be there in your Eagles jersey, feeling fucking good, feeling great, and no with matter my fresh Eagle tattoo, and with my fresh Eagle tattoo along the side ish long, and like all that matters to me <laughs> is that either my friend will be happy, and in which case I'll be like, that's fine, good on Gaz, but also if my friend Gaz not really. has his heart fucking, fucking broken in front of me, I'm gonna love that even more. It's gonna be awesome. Oh, oh, cannot wait. Um, Next year, nah, we just saw the limitations of put any QB in Shanahan's offense and you're fine. Yeah, nah. Well, obviously, yeah. Yeah, because 
I think the I think the challenge is that Shane can't manage a game. Is it have we have we really got to that point? So uh I'm trying to oh fuck, I meant to grab his history before this, but there's been some ridiculous amount of comebacks. It was the it was the uh NFC championship last year that he came that he got fucking smoked by the Rams. I thought they were ten points up in the in the fourth, right? And they got overtaken by the Rams. He was the OC at the twenty eight to three Falcons game. And there was Who did they lose one, to? One other. Oh, yeah, the, oh, yeah, the Patriots. Yeah, it's the last it's the last one that you're gonna see in your fucking oh, in your uh, lifetime, mate. Tough save. Um, and there was one more massive there was one more massive comeback that he fucking lost to. So that someone there's one person listening to this fucking podcast who's screaming at their fucking TV going or oh, their radio going. Radio. Fucking <laughs> how old are me? How old are me? How old am I? Uh, some cunt is streaming at the computer or their phone or whatever going, it's fucking so-and-so, you dickhead. Anyway, good times. Um, so I just think that he's a very, very good glorified coordinator because he can design a play anywhere. But one of the key things that's happened in this game and has happened before is he didn't respect what was going on the other side of the field. Like, Hassan Reddick has destroyed cunts all year and covered him in a backup tight end and then complained and you saw Kittle complain about the fucking, it was really shitty what happened to your quarterback. No, you set him up to die, dude. Like, you literally set him up to die. Like, I, I don't understand how you can not take any blame for, for that sort of shit. So, so the one, the look, one that... Shanahan... The one you forgot oh. was the Super Bowl, so that's the one that he lost. Which one? The Super Bowl that he lost to KC, uh, 2010. Oh, there you go. Yeah, they're yeah, up, yeah, They're yeah. up 20 yeah, to 10 definitely. halfway through the fourth there quarter. Jimmy Garoppolo's gotten yeah, the 2010, and it's like, oh, that's it. Wait, now, yeah. now we've lost. So yeah, I knew there was a third one. I knew there was a third one. No, it's three, yeah, so three record, three record-setting losses. I think in his career, where it's like, yeah. Ah, the narrative might change now after the third, fourth. Fuck, here we are. So, yeah, Jesus. So great, great designer of offensive offenses. We don't, we get that right. Plug and play running backs. If you look at last year, they were fucking injury ridden with running backs, and they just kept sticking new guys in, and it fucking worked. This year, it was quarterbacks. We get that, but cannot game manage his way out of a paper bag. Fuck. Also, it'd be it'd be handy if Josh Johnson could like receive a fucking snap. Um, yeah, that'd help. Right, that'd Bengals. Are they the ones... I'm glad he can't, though. I'm glad he can't. <laughs> are, they, are the Bengals the ones to absolutely watch out for next year? Like, this is the team, isn't it? Yeah, nah. I think I rode, I think I rode the Bills too early this year, and there is so much... I think what I've learned... Like I've learned, I'm gonna fucking throw <laughs> knee-jerk reactions next year anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter. I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend like I'm older and wiser this year, and none of it fucking matters anyway. But no, there is so it's such a long journey, and there's such the injury uh, and and performance swings and roundabouts that come in. The Bengals, I mean, like their example. An example is that they were they were the hot team coming into the playoffs, and then a couple of quick injuries on that offensive line, and all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, you're getting smoked by a guy who really, uh, I think Chris Jones hadn't of all the, I think he had ten, eleven playoff games in his career and never had a sack, something fucking weird like that, and then all of a sudden he has the 
like two of the deciding ones in this game, right? So, you know, it's it's all about timing. So I'm not sure that the Bengals are the right fit for me, right? I think they are. Like I vibe, I'm vibing on this because this is the the idea of their O line. It finally coalesces halfway through this season, Gaz, and then they just go on and fucking tear. They win ten straight. Off they go. Feeling good, feeling great. And then, of course, the O-line gets hurt towards the end of the season. A bit of a limpage. The Bills are the team to not take advantage of that, as we've mentioned. And uh, KC did. This is the thing. The Bills sort of had that same sort of vibe last year of like, oh, this would be the year they come out and just like kick ass, take names, burn a lot of the ground. But I think we've both sort of been a little bit like, ah, the Bills is just... Not quite that juggernaut vibe to them sometimes, or a Cincy. Fucking hell. There is a swag into this team. And look, next year, this is like screaming 15-2 at me as that O-line sort of like has an off-season to figure out their shit, get healthy, protect Burrow a little bit more. If they can keep that receiving core just like together, they'll be all right. Even if, as long as they've got like Chase and Higgins, Chase and Boyd, like just as long as they get Chase... And insert other half-decent receiver there. They'll be fine. But I think they smash it. I love them. I fucking am already psyched for the Bengals next year. Um, last one. Did the Chiefs already regret the Tyreek Hill trade, Gaz? What do you reckon? Yeah, nah. Well, I mean, what I've just said about uh, about Mahomes doing more with less. Um, I'm sure a 13, 1,400-yard receiver who did that with a guy who was concussed three times and <laughs> fucking some ridiculous backups. Um, I'm sure he'd be more than happy. I'm sure that Kelsey would be more than happy to not be making those sort of plays while being the only focal point. Um, you got to say, yeah, right? Because when it comes to, you know, let's, let's face it, who they're going to face in the Super Bowl is Maddox, Slay, and Bradbury of which one is an all-pro and one is a second-team all-pro. And then you've got some decent safeties. You're going to have not a lot of time because you've got that defensive line. And someone like Tyreek Hill and the speed of him and just finding either either blasting past man coverage or fight his skill set about finding that huddle in the zone. You just got to go, you know what? You'd take that over. You'd give... You'd, you'd take him back in a direct swap for Hardman, Tony, fucking every... Like you, if you were the Chiefs right now, you'd give every receiver in in exchange for Hill, right? Like just, you know, for the one game. Yep. You just take it, right? 100%. 100%. But for Andy Reid, like it's, it's just kind of like a vague legacy move as well, right? Like he'd be sitting there going, oh, shit, did I just leave a soupy on the fucking table by trading? Oh, we've got to look after the cap sheet. We'll replace him with a couple of different dudes. It'll be fine. You're like, fuck, I wish we had a Tyreek Hill right now. Yeah, Jesus. Right now. Fucking hell. And then you've got like uh, the vibes on him just floating around. Like maybe he uh, thinks about retiring. Maybe. Leaves. Leaves the wagon, mate. Maybe. Just fucking packs hey. her up and just goes to a, che- uh, like to, just to manage his cheeseburger ranch in fucking, I don't know, in the middle of Delaware somewhere. <laughs> Love it. Maybe that's why Biennemi hasn't taken any of these uh, other gigs. Mm. Maybe just like I can mm. smell conspiracy. HC. Conspiracy. Uh, I like it. Mm. All right, either way, 
What a setup. Loving it. Good bloke of the week. Bloke, you want to buy a beer? Pretty simple stuff this week, Gaz. I like your first note. I like your first note, Jimmy. The Sriracha. Like the Sriracha. Nicky C. Nicky Sriracha. He's fucking spicy. He loved it. He's leaning into it. I kind of appreciate it too. Like you have last year, you're like, ah, he's a bit, he's a bit wild. He's a bit wonky. This year, you're like, all right, he's backing it up. That's fine. And now he's kind of laying it on a bit thick, but you're like, hey, you made a Super Bowl. That's fine. Go fucking hard. Yep. Just leaning into the filliness. I kind of love it. So yeah. good on it. I love it. Yeah. So there's a couple of things last week, uh, sorry, last year. And I'm going to make comments during your fucking <laughs> week, so, so you know. Uh, look, there was something last year that, like, so when he came in and there were some reporters who witnessed his first, not, not his, his press conference, first press conference was wonky. It was a horrible and fucking train out, wreck is the oh, phrase you're fucking, looking it was, for. It was weird, right? Because he just didn't know how to interact with humans. <laughs> um, but there was a, there was like... We're going to learn. We're going like to learn first... and we're going to, we're going to use that learning yeah. and we're going to set, a, addressing set an team, idea right? of he, stuff. Like, all right, cool. And he's bought in videos. He's been bought in videos and like, and and the press have come out and gone, this is going to work one of two ways. Either it's going to be collegiate high school rah-rah stuff that these professional athletes are just going to go, oh, whatever. Fuck, this is bullshit. Yep. What the fuck have we got into? We've gone back fucking 10 years, whatever. Or he's going to sell, he's going to get, the veterans to buy in, the young kids are going to follow, and then this shit is going to happen. And he spent a whole bunch of time on relationship and got in Kelsey, Brandon Graham, Lane Johnson, you know Fletcher Cox, and, and Jalen Hurts, and got all these guys in and just went, let's fucking make this team work. And fuck, mate. He's fucking in his first year he got us to the playoffs. It was a shambles against, don't get me wrong, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay just destroyed them. But fucking at the beginning of this season, like, they kept two first-round draft picks next year in their pocket in case Jalen Hurts didn't work out. This kid is now MVP finalist. He's not going to win it. It's Patrick Mahomes award. But he's got a fucking, like, finalist at 20, what, 23? So like what what he's done is like mate, very very happy with what uh, what Nicky Sirach has brought to this team. Bob Mabir, he made the Super Bowl. Uh, Burrowhead, my ass uh, says Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey's a legend. Buy him a beer right now. Uh, Chris great. Jones fi- finally got a sack, and then it was two. Yep. And what a second one! Literally, flatten the cunt, right? Play of the game. Third and seven. Forty-seven yep. seconds left. Gets to him. Game over. Essentially. Bang. As uh, yep. you know, Mahomes then gets the next bit. Uh, BJ Hill standing next to Joseph Asai, who's going to pop up again in a second, uh, lending yep. his support to the uh, young bloke who cost Cincy the game. Uh, yep. <laughs> so good teammate vibes. The exact opposite of Jermaine Pratt, who was the guy that you mentioned earlier, who That's, was yelling yeah, out, "Okay, I could remember who it was." Yeah, why would you fucking why would you hit? Even touch the quarterback? Why would you fucking <laughs> touch the fucking quarterback? What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. So. Yeah, some pretty good uh, blokes floating around this week. What do you got? Yeah, for me, it's... Uh, oh, no, this is like obviously going to be very Eagles heavy. I've just realized this. Uh, Hassan Reddick, I mean, for me, he's been a star all season. He was one of the high-priced... He took he took less money to go with the Eagles than he could have elsewhere. 
Um, had a number of 10-sack 10, 10 seasons come in at a 17-and-a-half-sack season and then comes in no Defensive Player of the Year nomination, finalist nomination, by the way. So he came in with a chip on his shoulder with this uh, offense and then just against the Niners and just two sacks, one strip, uh, knocked Purdy out of the game, another fumble recovery after that happened. Um and this was the season when he started at Temple. So this is the return home, and now he's made the Super Bowl. So fuck yeah, Hassan Reddick. All right, next point. I'm going to admit it. I'm going to say it. I probably swore a lot at him last year, Jimmy. But fucking Howie Roseman, all is forgiven. I was part of the fire fucking Howie crew after the Carson debacle and the you had T-shirts made. You were fucking all I over. I fucking was all over it. But look at this year: brought in Hassan Reddick, bought in AJ Brown, bought in fucking like kept like was part of the the Hertz like uh, kind of recruiting crew. Um, Bought in, uh, so when when um, Jonathan Davis, so when Jonathan Davis, that's a singer from Corn. Um, Jordan Davis, yeah, when Jordan Davis, <laughs> there's a fucking new metal reference we haven't had in this podcast yet. Um, when Jordan Davis went down, went out and got Linval Joseph and went out and got Indomica Sue, like these guys at minimum salary going, guys, we're building a fucking Super Bowl roster here at minimum wage to bring these guys in. Fucking. He's done an amazing job, and I'm like, you know what? All of the bullshit of the past and your shit draft picks is all forgiven because your trades are awesome. And next year, we've got two first-rounders, including the Saints first, thank you very much, from a Super Bowl team. So I'm okay with that. Um, thank you, thank you, Howie Roseman. Would you like to praise Howie as well, Jimmy? No, I'm good. All right, cool. <laughs> the last one for me is uh, Donna Kelsey. Jimmy, Donna Kelsey, that is Travis and Jason's mum. So last year she made, uh, she made, she went viral because she made both playoff games in the same day in different cities. It was awesome for her, for her son's teams, right? So she she flew, she did the afternoon. I can't remember which order it was in, but she did the Eagles one and uh, but. This year, unfortunately, because the um, because of the way the playoffs worked out, she couldn't. So she went to I think it was the Chiefs the first week and and the Eagles. This was this week, so um, that happened. But guess what, Jimmy? She gets to be a both <laughs> in a couple of weeks' time because Big. both of her sons, the Kelsey Bowl. So Donna will be struggling about who she's going to support. But you know what? Two Hall of Famers in that family. Apparently she makes some pretty good. Uh, is it biscuits? She makes some pretty good sure. fucking uh, pastries. Uh, big, if you listen to the podcast, if it's a listen to the podcast, that's a fucking uh, regular. Big proponent regular. of the uh, double jersey as well. Um, yeah, he loves it. Loves it. Old mate, no mates. Uh, obviously, Joseph Asai, the Cincy oh. defender who hits Mahomes laid out of bounds, cost the team the win. Poor kid, just very fucking. Can try it, just like yeah, you got to learn from experience. Like also, just don't do it. Just don't <laughs> like, do it. Like, and hurt himself on the way through yeah, as well. Hurts his and own knee. Hit the fucking bench. Yeah. Uh, Dumb. Old mate, no mates. Literally all the Niners and all the penalties. That was Hush, just like that end of the game, man. That was that just fucking snuffed everything out. It was just absolute. Uh, 
I don't know. The territories of... I don't have to tell. Like, in terms of shooting yourself in the leg... Mm. I mean, it's not Brian Robinson. It's uh, shooting yourself in the leg. Who would... <laughs> It's more like uh, it's Plaxico. Uh, it's oh, they did a Plaxico. Plaxico. I was like, I was like, fuck. Why can I? Not Brian Robinson got shot in the leg. Plaxico shot himself in the leg. Through that's what the Niners. I, I like the fact. Well, sorry, just as a side, just as an aside. When those articles came out about Plaxico Burris back in the day, they always specified that he was wearing track. He shot himself through the tracksuit pads. It was just like. I just want to add a little bit more about the fact that he wasn't even dressed up to go to the club. When he shot himself not. through the leg in the club, he could have worn some just just some nice slacks or some chinos. But no, he was in tracks. Anyway, let's move on. Yep. Uh, the Cincinnati Mayor. <laughs> yeah, that didn't go well, did it? Know you? your role and shut mm. your mouth, uh, says Travis Kelsey, because uh, this jabroni, according to Kelsey, of a mayor, uh, mayor jabroni, shall we call him, um, yeah. had a, it was kind of funny. Like I'll pay it. His, uh, sort of tweet where he's like, it was basically a minute long sort of video of him. Uh, what is it? Aftab, uh, Pureville is his name sitting at his desk mm. and he's like, bah, 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 hitting sort of the points of like Cincinnati. And then it's like the, uh, the subtle, the very non-subtle dig of like, and officials have asked for, um, Paternity tests uh, of Patrick Mahomes because Joe Burrow is his dad, and uh, also this is they have to play us day. And, and you're like, uh, I feel like laying on a bit thick. Like I appreciate a little bit of the subtlety, but you're very clearly like a giant fucking nerd. We get that. So this is like the comedy that you need to lean into. Fine. Don't poke the bear. When you've not won mm. a when you've not won a Super Bowl, I don't know if you can do it. Like I think mm. you can lean into it to a degree. I don't think you can go. Oh, our our non Super Bowl winning quarterback is your Super Bowl winning quarterback's dad. You, yeah, you can't. You just can't, Gaz. It's simple as that. What are you doing? Aftab, mm. you fucked up. And uh, he got called out, enjoyed that. Very much old mate, no mates, because that also, I think the biggest point out of this is it's more like Cincinnati as a whole really sort of grouped around their dudes. That's fine. But then they took that one little step to Burrowhead. That's fine if you've beaten Mm. them and then won a Super Bowl. But you haven't. Mm. You've beaten them there three, you've beaten them three times. Cool. But you haven't won the fucking thing yet. They have won the thing. You can talk shit. Mm. That's great. Settle down there, Eli fucking Apple. Great shit talker. <laughs> Express loser of games. Like, I just feel like there's a point where you can get to shit talk and go, yep, that's the line. We're good. You cross it and then lose. You're a fucking asshole. You cross the asshole line. That's what happened this week, yep. Cincinnati. I love you. I appreciate this team. I think they're rad. I think they're fun. I think they kick ass next year. Away we go. But your mayor, mayor jabroni, burrowhead, it was just that little bit too much. So definitely old mate, no mates, because you fucked yourself. Simple as that. Um, What do you got? It transitions perfectly, Jimmy, into, into my one. And 
Mine, my old mate, no mates, is the guy sitting at home who are 49ers fans who made the trip over to the uh, over to the East Coast to go to Philly and to gather and advertise to stand around the Rocky statue and the Rocky stairs and to put a jersey on Rocky prior to the Eagles game and then proceed to lose 31 to 7. I'm just going to just the last three times that that's happened Jimmy. I'm just going to I'll just run through that. So the Vikings in 2008, the Vikings fans rocked up to the Rocky stairs, put a Vikes jersey on Rocky, proceeded to chant skull 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 and lost 38 to 7. The Giants rocked up in the playoffs last week and uh lost 38 to 7. And the Niners rocked up this week and did the same thing shouting this amazing play on words, Jimmy. They're wordsmiths shouting Brocky, Brocky, Brocky in front of the Rocky statue and lost 31 to 7. There's a trend here, Jimmy. Shut the fuck up, stay home and just don't do it. No, and, or, or just expect it. <laughs> get what you got. So anyway, so uh, yeah, no, 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 I'm, to I'm be honest, okay with the Rocky. Rocky, is a, is Rocky, Rocky. Actually, Brocky. I'll pay that. That's not fair. Because um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Peter Brock in my brain. Um, unpopular. Oh, yeah, he is call him King of the Mountain. Yeah. Uh, unpopular opinion of the day. Since he lost that game, more than KC won it. Yeah, there's a couple of picks. Didn't couple. Help. I mean, that last that interception was a bit wonky. Defense. I just feel like yeah. the penalties. The fucking just felt like offensive line. They may have left. Yeah. May have left that game on the table. Uh, Australian's body. Obviously, uh, we say goodbye to Mitch Wish. A uh, couple of good moments for the Niners. They did a lot of punting. Uh, <laughs> they did do a lot of punting. Um, he never, look, he pinned. He did pin us back. Like it's some great like ones. Bounced straight out of bounds. Yeah, first, Beautiful. First, the first play. The first play. Uh, the first punt reception. We tried to put Devontae Smith back there, like to have a return, and then uh, Wish was just too good and made it non-playable anyway. So we we're like, oh fuck it, we'll put Britton Covey because he's been doing nothing all year anyway. <laughs> so like, whatever. Um, um, but yeah, the most important ones, Jimmy. Let's move on. The Jordan. most important Aussies. Jordan Mailata, he's going to be Fuck in the Super Bowl if next week. If anyone's seen it, it's been his season. He's released an album, his Christmas album. Uh, but if you saw it, um, he's fucking crying after the fucking game. It was amazing. Like, he's fucking in. And I think the important news, like, Kearns has been not great for us. Picked up when Aaron Sipos, like, oh, oh, oh. I'll be honest and say, I'll be blunt and say it was pretty fucking shit. And I, I won't blame the fucking wire, the kick into the wire that didn't get called against the 49ers. That was um, weird. That was fucking weird. They couldn't prove that, like, the entire Eagles team stood there and just went, it fucking went into the wire all simultaneously. And they're like, oh, well, we can't prove it because we don't have it on camera. So we're not going to do it. Anyway, but Sipos has been uh, kicking and apparently is ready to go. So if he got the call up, he's apparently ready for the Super Bowl. So if we could get two Aussies, uh, forget, you know, whether Sipos is an all-pro fucking 
kicker or whatever. If we get two Aussies for this Eagles team and both walk away with rings, happy man, Gazanold. <laughs> I like it. Um, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, it's the first time since Ben Graham was out there for the cards. And to be honest, it could yeah. be our first actual uh, Australian out there on field winning a Super Bowl because I think we had a couple of other ones like get rings because they're on rosters. doesn't really count if you ask me. Um, no, he is. He is. He is. But my ladder. My ladder is entrenched. He's entrenched as our, our left he's massive. for a he's long awesome. period of time, right? Um, yep. Simple as that. So. There'll be a big piece actually on uh, Fox Sports Lab NFL about Jordan Mailata this week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with yeah. your mate, me. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, what day is it? It's Tuesday at Outback. Mate, is a, mate is a bit of a stretch, but yeah, like, let's go. And what do we do at, at Outback right. on Tuesdays? That's right. The squid and I walked out on the street, found a fucking magpie, picked it up off the ground because it's been knocked over and fucking flattened. Guess what? That's right. Fucking Maggie Burgers only at Outback. Might be a bit gamey, might be a bit wormy. Still fucking delicious only at Outback. And today's Flame Grill take is very fucking clearly Callan Moore just lost a power play in Dallas. Got promised the head coaching spot when the Chargers inevitably fire Brandon Staley in week four and fucking bailed on the Cowboys only at Outback. Uh, I basically assume this is what's happened. I'm- yeah, uh, he went. I, hey, Jerry. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought our back. I thought our back was supposed to be some ridiculous fucking play that we try and agree with. But like, to be this honest, is, I'm pretty I sure think it's that's what fucking true. He yeah, went. Hey, McCarthy uh, was McCarthy was not supposed to survive this season, not at all. And PC principal yeah, himself, Kellen Moore, just enough was like, uh, just enough. Can you fuck him off? And Jerry Jones like, ah, I don't know about that. Um, I'm going to have to keep him and. Uh, he got me to the playoffs. It's like, eh, yep. did he? Callum Moore's did like, he, right. Did I get you there? And then, of course, the charge is like, hey, Callum, we can't fire Staley right now and we can't afford Sean Payton. Give us a, give us a bit. But give us a bit. Because we can't afford Sean Payton. Do you want to just come be our offensive coordinator? Because we fired yep. that big fucking lump of shit on a stick, Joe Lombardi, and you can be the OC. <laughs> And very clearly, yep. we'll fire Staley when we're two and two, week four. Yep. And it's simple as that. Yep. And you're the head coach. He's like, mm. P- PC principal likes this. Let's go. So, Let's do it. Uh, the rest of the other ones, I'm still not really changed on this. Like my QB predictions: Brady to Vegas, Rogers to New York, Carr to Indy, Lamar to Atlanta. I still feel pretty. Confident about most of those, so I don't. I don't look. I'm not going to say what I'm confident about, <laughs> but can I say what I like better? Sure. So what I like, what I like better is flipping the Rogers and Brady and having fuck you Rogers to Vegas. <laughs> right, you know, because I mentioned this yeah. last week about why yeah. I want Rogers to go back to Devante and like just go. I just want him to just go. Fuck you, McDaniels. We're just going to run our own offense, right? I want Brady to go to into New York and just go shove it up. You know Bill. what? Yeah, I got I got a couple of years left. I'm just going to fucking shove it up, Bill, twice a year. Um, I want uh, Derek Carr to Atlanta because 
why the fuck not? I just want Drake London and fucking Kyle Pitts because if something that if there's something that Waller has shown, it's that fucking Carl loves throwing to a tight end. And there's one thing that has not happened with this generational talent of fucking Kyle Pitts, and that is throwing him the fucking ball, right? And uh, Lamar Indy, like with Taylor, holy shit, that would <laughs> sure. be like the running game of the fucking century. Anyway, I would like to add Minshew's going to go fucking somewhere. And I'm sure that I reckon, I reckon if I'm going to put an off-season pick, I reckon the Eagles are going to end up with Mariota. Sure. I don't know why. I just reckon that we're going to get a running back up to heading behind Jalen Hurts. There you I go. Like That's a fucking random thing. All right. Uh, first blush Super Bowl vibe. So our picks this week... Uh, I got one. I obviously one. we both we both went KC. I went Niners. You went Philly. Uh, so you nailed both. I don't remember you taking KC. I reckon you changed that after the fact, but that's all right. Um, I don't touch the fucking notes, you dickhead. That's the <laughs> no, joke. but I've been in the in the playoffs. In the playoffs, I've been like drawing one back at a time, and I've started the playoffs eleven behind. So I think I'm <laughs> what like nine behind or some shit. Yeah. So okay. yeah, you've gotten eight right in the playoffs. I've gotten six. Uh, but yeah, I trust you, it. I would like you. I would like you to remember that at some point during the season, it was fifteen or sixteen. <laughs> no, <laughs> and was, I was heading towards a full slab. It was more than that because uh, it was week. Uh, 18 where you got 14 of 15 games right and uh yeah yes still absolutely legendary shit and saved yourself at least a sixer (laughs) in the process so um soupy first blush though kansas city versus your beloved philadelphia eagles lines two and a half gaz and my first read you'll see it on all of the news.com.au properties uh, all around this wide brown country of ours and on the internet. Uh, the pick is Philadelphia, minus two and a half. They're the most well-rounded team that we saw last weekend. Kansas City just weren't convincing enough. Philly have, what, three of the best units in this game? Mm-hmm. Easily, to a degree. Mm. O-line, defensive line, secondary. Uh I would take I would take AJ Brown and Smitty over whatever they've got. I know Mahomes. Oh, that's so tough. That's that. That's the tough that's, one. Kelsey, that's the X factor, right? Kelsey and Mahomes probably trumps most things. But the two and a half line, it does feel like this is Philly Super Bowl to lose. Like, look, this is the thing. This is the first blush, Gaz. First blush. We no, get to change these. We get to change these next week, so it's okay. Yeah. Uh, I can always just revert back to my KC pick eventually, hopefully next week. So we go into our Super Bowl party, mm. uh, you know, opposed, which is always nice. But at the moment, I think the smart pick is Philly. Two and a half. It looks, it looks ass, right? Particularly like two two weeks to get for like, Lane, well, I mean, Lane's not going to be, he's still going to need surgery, but he's going to get a bit healthier. Um, um, the shoulder, the shoulder clearly was, was fucking with Hertz this week. Obviously, the ankle fucked with the mobility of Mahomes. Um, there's a lot of that that we'll be all watching um, this week because, as I said earlier in the in the episode, this is not this is not the Bengals. The Eagles are not the Bengals' defensive line. Um, they're not the coverage secondary. Um, but once again, like they're fucking. I feel like their defensive line of the 
of the Chiefs is has got a little bit more spice than than what we've been facing so far. You know, so you know, don't don't tell Joey Bosaros, baby Bosaros, said that. So, what's your pick? Oh mate, I'm going Eagles. <laughs> I, I can't not. Of all this, of all this, of all this season, the best part would have been if you had like, if you had just said, "Oh, it's KC, Jimmy." Um, yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm going, I'm going Eagles, and and nothing's going to change tomorrow. There is absolutely nothing, and let short of Jalen Hurts going down injured in the next fucking seven days, um, my pick next week is going to be Eagles. I like it, uh, and that leaves us there. And the tattoo I'll get, then the tattoo I'm getting on my leg next Friday before the Super Bowl is uh, is gonna prove it. I like it. I'll be sitting there just slapping you on the leg on the couch yeah, at the soupy. Yeah. Uh, but the important thing, let's let's cut this off and talk about what the fuck we're doing for the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, I mean this is it. That's it Cat for the fish. championship weekend wrap of NFL Australia. We're going to be hosting the Super Bowl at the Catfish again. Uh, Bunch Fuck of loose yeah. units. But this is going to be a little bit more. This is going to be a little bit more, Jimmy, because I've now, since last year, I started Eagle Straya, and it's going to be fucking, if you want to come and give shit to people in Midnight Green, if you want to come and be that guy in Midnight Green, if you want to come and see Jimmy and I, like, do this live, but maybe with video, like, fucking, we're still working it out. And if you, or just, if you just like fucking Philly cheesesteaks, Sierra Nevada beer, because apparently they've got to deal with Sierra Nevada. That's going to have some pretty fucking sweet-ass beers on tap. Um, mate, it's going to be a fucking cracking event as always. And uh, even if you're somewhere else, if the Eagles win, come to the after party afterwards. Because I'm, I'm sure I'm not going to be remembering it, but I'm sure there'll be an after party. <laughs> no chance either way. No matter no what way the game goes. Chance. No chance. Uh, it'll be dancing like Rihanna, basically. Fuck, it's no going to be a what. party, mate. It's going to be a party. We got one game of football to go, Jimmy. That's one, it. well, the f- yeah. There's no Pro Bowl football this year either. Not a so real it's, game. Uh, it's one. It's one real game of football to go. Well, Gaz, we forgot to do our Pro Bowl preview. Uh, <laughs> but really, there is no Pro Bowl <laughs> preview this year. It's gross. <laughs> Flag football, great. No one cares. Um, but that's it. One? It's no. We, that's wow. the, that's the joke, Gaz. We've never done a Pro Bowl preview oh, because we just don't care about it. Okay. That's it. Catfish, we'll see you there. Super Bowl, we'll do a show next week, which will be all Super Bowl-based. It'll be Super Bowl props. It'll be Super Bowl favorites. It'll be Super Bowl picks. It'll be player breakdowns. It'll be everything. Basically, we'll go through, have essentially our favorite looks, vibes, everything that we want to talk about hanging with the Super Bowl. Uh, nice, tight, fun, weird, strange show. I always love those in-between-week shows. because like we. Life, Jimmy. Yeah, nice, right. tight, Short, strange, weird. Away <laughs> <laughs> oh, <where are> we go. <laughs> Crying. Wait, no, that's not in there. Uh, that's oh, right. we've, we never go into the crass world. No, we don't. That, that was that was, need that word, was blue. We need to we wear blue. blue for yeah. once, Jimmy. I like we it. Blue. <laughs> um, so there you go. Check out the Catfish uh, and the NFL Australia event. And make sure you're uh, signed up. We'll see you there. It's going to be fucking awesome. Um, in the meantime. Yeah, fuck yeah. Follow Eagle Australia, NFL Australia, NBA yeah, Australia, all the strays on uh, Facey, Twitter, IG. Uh, check us a rating review on your podcast, Apple, that good stuff. Big thanks go to, what, House Hats for the awesome intro and outro song. Uh, go get around NBA Australia. Should be back daily very, very soon now. Um, excited about that. Code Bet, Code Bet Daily, that's another good podcast. Uh, Fox Sports Lab NFL, 
Fox Sports Lab NBA. I'm on both. Good stuff. Uh, what else? We'll have some of the Kobeck crew down for this uh, Super Bowl party at the Catfish as well. So that should be fun. Do some extra shit. Should be good. Yeah. Get the uh, get the vibes flowing. We're talking good shit. Uh, what else are you going to plug there, Gaz? Mate, you've already plugged Eagles Australia, and that is all my focus is right now. So, uh, look, get around. If you're an Eagles fan, jump on our uh, on our Facey group. Um, there's There's been a shit ton of interaction recently. So, uh, get on that. We're all talking about what's going on, what we're doing. It's, uh, if you're in for multiple states, obviously, we're in Melbourne, so we're talking about the catfish, but... Um, there's a whole bunch of interaction on the Eagles page about where people, Eagles fans in a variety of states, are watching the game. So get together, fucking enjoy it. If your Chiefs do this fucking same thing, and uh, yeah, we'll see I'd, you soon. I do want to give a big shout. I think Matty Owens is actually flying over for this game and going to hang out with this. Uh, he's going to fly in, watch the game, drink some beers, and then fly yeah. home that same night. Uh, thanks to some cheap I flights via Jetstar. I missed so. that message. Uh, oh, that's fucking sick. I missed that. Matty O. Fuck yeah, Matty O. So, Jez should be coming down and like fucking, uh, fucking McKeegan as we were fucking celebrity. It's fucking, fucking. It's going to be great. NFL Australia celebrity. Fucking McKeegan is coming down. So yeah, it's got to be a fucking great day. If you can get along to the catfish, I would highly suggest it. And it's February 13 this year, so it's not actually Valentine's February Day. February 13. So. No, yeah, no, but I have also warned my wife that I will be so fucking hungover that I might as well be useless. <laughs> as opposed to usual. All right, there you go. Yeah. We will catch you Jimmy, next week. Jimmy, we've almost... How have we gone through two games and still gone through a, for an hour and 45 minutes? <laughs> we talked a lot of shit. There you go. There is a lot of shit. All, All right. right. We'll catch, catch you next week, you dickheads. See yous. I don't know.